0: What's up, world? How we doing? How we living? Undeniable perception, episode 124. Brother from the same mother? We made it to 124.
1: Dang. 124. Okay. I got no number of mathematics for this one. I thought you, you were going to be
0: like, who's the number one best 24? Kobe. I thought you were going to say that. I was going to be like, nah, Charles Woodson. <laughs> but I, I think about 24-hour fitness only one month. They still owe you one month. They still owe me one month because of COVID, bro. They charge you those thirty. You know when you like sign up and you pay for the first month and the last month, right? I don't know. I signed up a long time ago. That's what they owe me. They owe me that that, that whole month. But that's what I think about when I when I hear 124. Dude, I have I, one twenty
1: four. Dude, I have one of those plans where I used to only pay fifteen bucks a month, where it was just you know just it did. So it was one of those things that you know. Not like you pay the first or last, but it's just like 15 bucks straight up monthly. Yeah. And then when they close down, when they convert it mm-hmm. and they close down the regular one and they up them all to sport, is that what it is? Super. Sport? Super Sport. Then they moved me over, but I had to pay 10 bucks more. So I pay yeah. 25 bucks a month now.
0: For the Chino one, right?
1: Yeah. That's
0: cool, man. Yeah, because I remember I telling you, because I remember the, I used to go to the OG. 24. That's now, what is it, Crunch? I don't know what it is. Yeah by, yeah, by Kelly's. And I remember I knew the GM, and he gave me a heads up. He's like, hey, this is going to turn into a super sport. You could get grandfathered in. But I remember I was broke as fuck, and that's when I would have to do the, like, the Costco thing by by two years for $300, so that average I, like, $12.50. I was like, oh, that's cool. I could do that. Right. But he gave me that heads up, and I remember I told you, I was like, rock. I was like, don't upgrade your plan. I was like, just... I was like, actually downgrade your plan because I think you upgraded to sport because that's when you were going to the gym in Brea, well, and huh? Brea yeah hung so I was company. Doing that. And I remember I was like, "Raw, change that shit back to active to your home 24 in Chino right. because they're going to make it into a super sport and then you'll just pay 10 bucks. You're like, nah, I'm going to No, but then I couldn't I do it because
1: I was in an old plan. So you can't... It's like a, it's, a, it's like a cell phone plan. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't go back to some old one because what I had was... Dude I had gotten mine original one dude Back in like 2000 Yeah
0: yeah So they weren't
1: Offering that stuff anymore mm-hmm. But nonetheless it became 25 bucks For a super sport Which normally Could be what Like 45
0: Most likely I paid I paid 15 bucks For mine and Nonetheless <laughs>
1: They're still taking my money Because I haven't gone In a while
0: just, Just cancel that shit, dog. Nah. Come to it's 19, for that price. Day. For that price, man, I'm good. Come to Fitness 19. 15 bucks, baby. <laughs> yeah, man,
1: I was, uh, so, uh, this past week it was fun, man. We saw a family that we haven't seen in years that visited from Mexico.
0: Yeah, I was dope saying Tony, bro. I haven't seen that dude since we were children, dog. Like, I think I was, like, 12 years old when I saw him, bro. That's sounded like, 20 years ago, 21 years ago.
1: If I ever seen him, I don't remember because he's a few younger years younger than you.
0: He's a couple years younger than me, and, and right. Lupita's sister's my age. Yeah, and Ana Karen is even younger than them. She's like, I think, probably four or five years younger than than, than Tony.
1: So, because they have a third kid, right?
0: Not three, a girl. I, I don't even know who she is. Yeah, she's married. She's down here too.
1: Damn, yeah. I have no clue, man. Yeah, I
0: think because when I would go to Mexico, I would I would kick it. I would spend the night there. I would hang out with him a lot. We would just play soccer. He'd be, at the last, I would be in America. All right. And then I remember I'd always hang out with his pops, his uncle, or our uncle, right? Yeah. And, um, cause he, he has like a little hot dog, like a little hot dog cart. Yeah. And hamburger cart. Yeah. I thought it was just so cool seeing him do that. And that was like the first time I saw someone put jalapenos on a hamburger. And I was like, what? Right. That's legit. And I remember he'd be like, yeah, I used to live, I used to live in the United States. In the seventies, was like, who did you vote for? Who was the president? He's, all, like Jim? he's all Jimmy Carter. I'm like, oh, that's. The I was like, damn, so you're there in the seventies with Jimmy Carter, man.
1: They uh, yeah, and they also have like a gold store, right, or something like that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. A uh, shop. Yeah, our dad's brother. He like he's a jeweler. Rafa. So I think um he probably hooked him up with opening up like another sister shop with that, which is dope, man. Yeah, yeah he's all was, golded, uh, man. It was all
1: cool to see them, man. It' been a long time. And uh, I didn't even know who was who except for our cousin Lupin her husband. And when I saw him, I was like, who's this guy? Like, what's your cousin? I was like, Oh, okay.
0: Ha <laughs> ha, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, he got big, bro. He was short. It's always the people that are, are short in high school that fucking get big, like Alfred our cousin Antonio, like Johnny. Yeah, bro. I was i I've been this high since junior high, bro. I know, man. <laughs> Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah, but man, to give a to give a little um, a recap on, so I saw went to the concert. It was fucking great. You know, took moms. Um, the first time I go to a concert in Ontario, the Honda Center, not Toyota Center. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. it's called Toyota Center. No, it was cool, man. It was nice and clean, open. We were on the floor, so that was dope. And what we were at on the floor is that. Uh, you didn't have to go back upstairs to get a drink and the bathrooms were right there too, which made it cool. Yeah. So, it was so easy. Like, oh, bathroom right here, drinks right here. You get what you pay for, huh? Pay for the concert? You get what you pay for. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay. And it was good, man. I didn't expect him to go out that long. But he, he played for like a little two hours plus.
0: How was my, our mom's response?
1: It was cool, man. It was... Uh,
0: how was She happen? likes
1: the way he sings. She doesn't know how much of his stuff, but she likes him enough, right? So when I had asked her If she wanted to go I was surprised that he immediately said Yeah I want to go I was like alright cool So that's when I definitely got him But it was uh, It was kind of wild Because I was uh, You know Enjoying it And I was having some beers She didn't want any And uh, I told my mom Hey mom at least we don't have to worry That top people Are going to sit in front of us man Because it's going to be all like Mexicans and Guatemaltecos and Maderoini, then. And it's true, man, because there was this little couple who sat in front of us. Yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. the man was so small. Straight sure, from Oaxaca. I felt so <laughs> bad for him because I saw him trying to film. And I was like, this motherfucker's not even pointing at the sc- that even pointed at the stage. Because there was all these shoulders ahead of me. It was like all oh, over the map. Sucks.
0: But it Was, that, was, it was it like, like a pit? And then seats? Or? No,
1: it was just seats on the floor. There was right. no pit. And then the rest are just regular seating for the concert, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know that when it levels up, etc. The um, one of the things I kept, you know, noticing because mom was to the right of me was that you know like some of that old age kicked in, kind of because she for was you just or for no mom? for mom because she would just kind of like move her arms a little bit to certain songs she liked. And I was like, oh, it's just cute, you know. It's kind of just like uh, this, like minor yeah, movement back like and forth. Not really moving, just moving the arms a bit, you know. And I was like, "Oh, that's cute, man." Nah. Uh, and it was, man, what made it even better, and this is where my old age kicks in, is that leaving was so fucking easy, man. Leaving that parking structure, I was out in five minutes. And it, it was sold like, out. Uh, it, no, the worst parking didn't structure. Like Dodger Stadium
0: is, or that's the, But Bowl? that's the
1: worst of all. Hollywood Dodger Bowl? Stadium's the worst of all, dude.
0: Hollywood Bowl, bro.
1: But Hollywood, Bowl, you're, not, you're only going to go there for specific events. Dodger Stadium is for a fucking Dodger game. The yeah. worst fucking parking structure, yeah. dude. It's fu- that's why I don't go to games that often because it's not worth it. Last time I went to the game was uh,
0: a few years
1: park. ago. A few years ago, a buddy of mine who has season tickets, I went with them. It was for a playoff game, I believe. Dude, I, I stayed in the, the parking lot and didn't even turn on my car for three hours.
0: Oh, fuck that. Because, yeah, cool. what I'm not saying it's not
1: fucking worth it, dude. No, I do It was fucking, it was so dumb. Like, the, nothing was moving.
0: Like, that's how I felt at like the Hollywood Bowl. The way the parking structure was, like, you had to line up. Oh, like, when I went to go see Ye do 808s and Heartbreak uh-huh. in Cudi, It was horrible. Always, it's easy
1: for me to get out of Hollywood Bowl.
0: Yeah, I didn't, well, this is Ye. So I parked up was the was hill. Really, this was full, fully packed. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't, yeah, I didn't like it. That was, like, probably the worst experience with parking for me. Like, oh, for shit. Gang, but I had my beat up on the. So Didn't you park
1: like areas. in a dirt road? Cause it's in, in between houses, right? I you could park so. by the houses area.
0: Yeah. I don't remember, but I just remember the park. We had to, like all lined up in unison. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, what if I leave before them? How am I gonna get out? And that's what I was thinking about.
1: That uh, it's your damn fault. If you yeah, fall on your ass, that's, that's your ass fault. That's, that's what got. they will tell you.
0: That's, there you go. Yay line. Yay bar.
1: But uh, speaking of concerts, man. The, uh, well, not concerts, I guess, of parking and venues and all that stuff. So, I was watching this uh, documentary today. It was called, uh, it, it's called A Job That Slowly Kills You, which is a line of one of Radiohead's songs. And, of course, the documentary was on Radiohead. And it kind of quickly covered the span of their career. And it was actually really good. Uh, it was like, I don't know, like an hour 30. That's
0: Carmel Police, right?
1: No. I believe it's No Surprises. Oh,
0: okay.
1: There you go. The, uh, and, uh, they covered the albums and I'm not going to get into the documentary much, but the main point of bringing it up is because it was a rem- even though it never left my mind, but you know, when you see, a, uh, someone bring this up and you see it laid out in documentary and how it affected the culture, it reminds you of the importance of it, right? So they were talking about, okay, computer, you know, Nokia computer to rob 26 years ago on the 21st of this month.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So twenty, you know, so it'll be 26 years so on May 21st of 97. So
0: the day Biggie was born.
1: May 21st? Mm-hmm.
0: That's the day the mama water a purse. Oh,
1: okay. But what year was he, like uh, 80, 79? He, was, he died, he, he got murdered in
0: 1997. He was born in 75 or something? He was, he was murdered in 97, so I think it was uh, he was 24, right? So 73, 74 he was born
1: the uh, and then uh, OK Computer Man and maybe think about how if that is the album that's considered one of the you know possibly the pinnacle album for my generation mm-hmm. right for my age group I'm not going to talk about the people that are older than me so just to make it a thing where like which album that, this album dropped my senior year in high school right I was 17 years old and OK Computer just became this to this day it's like a staple of the '90s album, one of the great albums ever recorded. Yeah. If you have to name one album for your generation, and you know you may not know the years, but let's so let's just say, and any album that dropped in your high school career. Mm. What album would it be?
0: For me personally. Yeah. For it, you. It, it would probably be graduation, but I think the popular answer would probably be college dropout.
1: And from college kind of dropout lives. dropped out, dropped when?
0: When I was a freshman in high school and graduation dropped when I was a senior graduating from high school. So he like correlated with me in life.
1: Right. Okay. So just to stick with, with uh, to so we could like parallel to my story. So your senior year then graduation dropped, right?
0: Yeah. And man, that
1: one still holds. And I think that one holds more than college dropout. Absolutely. Right, so let's stick with graduation because it's almost timeless. Like, College Dropout, as much as I love that album, I think graduation's better. Yeah, way better. And it's almost timeless as opposed to College Dropout where you can kind of, like, put a, a timetable on it almost, right? Because it has a feel of, like, old school kind of hip-hop, right? Mm-hmm. The hmm um, So, man, what would be the differences between them? Like, I guess generation doesn't matter, right? Because it's just... Greatness is greatness regardless. They both have a similarity. I would say like
0: a new sound. Because I remember when you first showed me OK Computer, I really enjoyed it because it was different. And I felt that at that age. So I think you just know. I don't think it matters on your age group. I just think it just matters like the impact of how this album was put together or the impact that it made. In a, in a eight-year-old me felt OK Computer's impact.
1: It's just timeless, right? Like yeah. the, the sound is timeless You can put on graduation right now And it's still gonna bang You hear the
0: La 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 My Fairy song yeah. Dude, it's, it's on, still
1: man. gonna bang And it's not gonna feel like Oh, man, this is like 40 years he, old Or he some He made shit.
0: Daft Punk's version of Stronger Better That one You know what I'm saying?
1: Dude, man, that's fucking So that made me think about that, man So Lashy I was just lights. thinking about it Because OK Computer In in a way, man It was kind of like in a way, it predicted, like, the the 21st century with our alienation and the advent of technology, how far it's increased. Because, think about 97, yeah. the internet wasn't even a thing, really. It was just, what? When did it really even take off? You know, like, 99? Was well, it like 99 when well, it really when took we, off?
0: That's when we got it, yeah. Right.
1: You know, but, but before then, it wasn't much, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so it, it was very, it, like, predicted in a sense with its tones and its, and its sonic sounds and the alienation of people in our emotional seclusion it's that's why something like to this day it holds true man
0: yeah bro no surprises like you said and karma police are the gems and the Dude, that line. are fitter happier more productive yeah and that
1: was all generated through a computer voice that's a
0: fucking computer that's weird yeah Do uh, okay computer when I think yeah. about when I think about that line
1: and no surprises which, which I think is my my favorite song in that album I mean talk about depressing but to me it's not that's the reaction most people would say like oh man this is sad once you kill yourself or something but I don't see it that way I see it's just a a real undressing of one's soul, and really feeling the mechanics yeah. of things. If you're not, if you're just going through the motions, right? Mm-hmm. Because what is a, how does that, that goes? A job, okay. A heart that's filled up like a landfill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A job that slowly kills you. Bruises that won't heal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, just that alone, like
0: goddamn. Yeah, yeah, yeah! He paints it very um, artistically.
1: And in that video, he's uh, he's in a tank, and the water just keeps filling up.
0: And and uh, and he's got the big eye, right, huh?
1: But yeah, cause it, he, he yeah. T- I don't know biggie. how many surgeries he had as a kid. It was practically closed when he was a kid.
0: That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man, that, that album, fucking great, bro. That's that's our best album. Shout out to Tom no- Tom York with a with an E at the end, right? Uh, Tom, Tom York no. with an E at the Tom
1: y- on the E's after York, but it's definitely Tom. Even though it has an H, it's Tom.
0: Yeah, yeah, but the York has the E. York has an E. Yeah, Y O R K E. End, yeah, I remember that. So I wanted to ask you, Segway, and good topic, man. That's legit. Um, have you ever had a dream of like someone close to you dying, or or someone sharing with you, like, bro, someone I know, like, died in my dream? Have you ever had any experiences in that realm?
1: Not that I recall, man. Did you have uh, one recently or what?
0: I had a friend call me saying that he had a dream that I died.
1: Oh, okay. So this is not your dream. This is your friend. Had a I don't dream.
0: remember my dreams, bro.
1: Okay. Okay. So the, your a
0: friend calls. What happened? So he's like, bro, like, he's like, I woke up so fucking sad. And he's like, I don't want to call you because he's like, but I was like, you know, what? I need to tell him. He's like, so. So it was Miguel, an unknown reception alumni. He's like, dude, I had a dream that you died. He's like, and like in the setting, we're like um, having a big ass party. Everyone was partying and then everyone was happy. And then I was just thinking to myself like, why is everyone happy? Renato's dead. And then he's like, I remember um, I was there with my wife and Stephanie. He's like, and then um, your brother, your brother was there, and he was with some chick. Your brother Raul and he was like giving me. Damn, yeah, even in his
1: dreams I get laid. Dope.
0: Yeah, even yeah, yeah there you go. And then he was like, um, "Shit, I lost my train of thought." I said, um, "My bad." He would uh, hand. I think he had. You handed him a picture. Okay. Of like, of like him and him and me, and then um, I guess you were like, um, "Oh, just stay the night, man. Just stay the night," and he's like. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll say night, brother. And then uh, I guess um, your wife comes in, and then she she went up to Miguel and Stephanie, and then she was like, "Oh, you guys are sleeping outside." He's cool. like, "But Raúl said we could sleep in here. The yeah. beds are in here." It's like, "No, you guys are sleeping outside." So I guess she like pulls the beds outside, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I guess you have a conversation with her. And then Miguel's like, Yeah, and then Roll comes in and he's like, Just like a pussy, he's like, Y'all gotta sleep outside. And I was like, Man, I was like, We're just gonna leave. And yeah, and it was just like, Holy shit, like, that's pretty fucking funny.
1: So the dream went from you being dead to me being a pussy.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. I was like, What the fuck? And then the symbolism I got from it, I was like, that's just me being reborn, bro. I'm like, I'm not the fucking phoenix rising from the ashes right now. How? How? How did you get that out of that? that makes no because, sense. It, because it because it means that the symbolism of death is just like the version of Renato that you know is not here no more. That's the symbolism that I got from it. Okay. So it's just like a new version of me. It's like a different version. Like the person that you you probably thought you knew isn't there anymore. It's like an evolution of me like a different version of myself And Aaron, is what I took from it and everyone was, was
1: partying to celebrate your rebirth absolutely and that's how All I
0: right. and that's how I always wanted a funeral right and I kind of like that everyone was partying because remember when we had my boy Paul um, Os- Paul Osunwa the, the Nigerian the real Nigerian Nigerian oh, MD and, MD yep so like in his native land right in Nigeria like you would have a big ass <laughs> party celebration like the, the people holding the cast Like they dance and shit Like right. that's legit So I think that, that That kind of made me feel good Yeah man Because like That's that, how we should do it Yeah And this idea of like Spending
1: Morning All this money On coffins And Plots of land That's such a Ridiculous Consumerism idea That's all it is
0: can't you bury me in my property and then it ends up being kind of like a cemetery and it's like a tax write-off? I think Donald Trump did that I with think, his ex-wife. I think
1: you could bury someone in your property and not say anything. But I think if you're going to bury someone, you need to like kind of clear. Because like this idea like, oh, it's just based on guilt and bullshit. Like, oh, you don't want this $10,000?
0: $10, $10,000 car What? This person's dead. Yeah. It's you know, copper. That's they talk about it so many times,
1: man, in different places where I've I've, I've heard about. It. It's like we're the ones that don't give back to the the cycle of life, because yeah. our body is freaking consuming that coffee and deteriorates. But who can get to it if it's all sealed up? Exactly. We're not giving back to the earth. And yeah. it's just basically like spend money on this, and then you're seen like a cheapskate if you don't do that. Is it's yeah. dumb. It's it's, it's the stupid. dumbest idea.
0: And then also like people
1: from- go broke on that. And you see people in the oh let's raise for the. Let's do a yeah. car wash. Let's do this GoFundMe. It's and, sad, man. And no
0: disrespect to, to people or how people perceive things. This is how I perceive things. Like, I correlate that too when it's like, if you don't own property and you want to own property, but you decide to, to have a wedding instead of owning property, like, I don't see the benefit in that either because it's, it's kind of like, yo. Look at me! I'm the prom queen for once. I'm the prom king for once. Right. But then you got a fucking like you say you got a thirty thousand dollar debt instead of thirty thousand dollar down payment.
1: It makes no sense. I'm with you there. One hundred percent. If you have a choice between like, hey, we could invest in a property, be it a condo, be it a house, whatever, for us, or spend it on a wedding, it should be it's a no brainer. No clout for me. Let's party it up. Yeah. For real, Let's bro. party it up inside the house with a Bose Beats and the music. Apple Music on on random. You, you know, know. What I mean? like I, a part, like dude, you're, it's your future, like the home. You know, instead of yeah, I'm with you there, 100, exactly. dude.
0: Exactly, it's it's fucking wild, bro. How how shit how shit is, bro, or how people get really in tune with how um, advertising works or how the how FOMO comes in, right?
1: And not only that, but you you get reeled in, and then you're also when you get reeled into uh, like say consumerism and all that but not only that but you're also entangled already you're born into this web of uh, things that already from your family are perceived you should, you should do exactly right? because there's all these pressures that you have to untangle all that right because it's kind of like if your family wants that and then you kind of like think well we have to do it it's like no you don't no you don't and if you really do speak with someone like about it and you really express how you feel about it and you're adamant and you're clear about what your thoughts are about that people are more understanding that people give them credit
0: I agree you know it's like a loss it's like it's hard bro like for like a kid that's like stepping into their own manhood to like have that convo with their parents in a sense because they're they're not there mentally to potentially kind of like articulate themselves in a way to like Kind of like get person... What's the word? Oh, sway. Sway their parents the their, the other way. You feel me? Because sometimes parents just want to like... You're going to live in my shadow. Until it's, you finally break out of that and you kind of have to like kill your dad in that type of sense. Symbolically. Right? I'm I, not my dad. I'm my own person.
1: I think the, where the secret lies is... The fact is it's coming to the realization and being okay with it that you do not have to sway someone. Yeah. Because yeah. the whole point is that you should try to convince them if it's something you want to do. Absolutely. It's you being okay with this, is what I want to do. Whether or not they accept it, then that's on them. But I'm going to respectfully tell them this how I am and be okay whether they don't accept it or not. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's okay because then you don't know, feel like this angst or like, oh man, why don't they see it my way?
0: Because yeah. it's
1: not that. It's just, just accept who I am. Exactly. You know, that, and
0: that's it. Yeah, because it's crazy because, like, um... It's really cool, man. Cause like I have people coming up to me sometimes, and then they, they share like w- with what what's going on in their life, and like there's like a a, re- a kid that I, that I really like. He's a really good kid, man, and, and he he's he's kind of like going through this career path where it's like you could have been or or you were on your way to be like a a sports player, but something occurred right where you got hurt. And it led you to another path where you're kind of like just coaching kids instead, right? But he's having a hard time trying to articulate it with his parents. Like, hey, you know what? I don't want to go that that sports route no more. I like what I'm doing with coaching now. So it's like, because I've been having convos with him. He's like, man, I had that convo and they shut me down. They're like, nope, you're doing this. And I'm like, shit. I was like, what you got to do, man? Just just got to be more artistic. You know, try to find a way to like, Sell so the benefit, sell so what you're, you're, you're seeing, because people digest information different, people see shit differently, and you're your own person.
1: But if he's not able to do it physically, why would the family still think that he can
0: Because sometimes, bro, it's like the He Got Game movie. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes there's a lot of parents that just live through their kids, in a sense.
1: But He Got Game, he wasn't hurt, though.
0: He wasn't hurt, but his dad fucking abused him to the point where, you know, like... It made him into a basketball player who he was, all right, but, but it, it wasn't like, like, if Ray Allen was like, Yo, I don't want to play no more, pause, pause, gonna be like, Shut the fuck up, you know.
1: I, I get your point, but I'm trying to have a trying to understand this real situation is this person really
0: hurt or not? He had surgery and he was out for like a year and then he started throwing again and, and he's, he feeling, it. It. He he's feeling it, he's feeling it? it again, and he's just like, You know what. I don't want to go through this because I'm at, because what I told him, like things happen for a reason and you got to this position now because of the the things that happened, right? Right. And you're happy in this situation and you don't want to let go of this situation. So that, that's pretty much where, where he's at.
1: But I guess it doesn't matter whether he's hurt or not. The whole point of it is that he doesn't want to do that.
0: The whole point is like sometimes he wants to do something else. Sometimes parents won't listen. Because they're still gonna look at you as a little kid. Because I know, I know I have that stigma with my parents. Though, like they kind of look at me like a baby. My wife, mercy, has that stigma with her grandpa. Like her grandpa's like, like he's dying, man. Like he's he's getting worse, but like he's not as open with her or or shares enough information with her. She has to hear from her mom or someone close to her family because he still sees her as a child. Right. And and that and that's kind of fucked up too. For like a younger generation to see the older generation like, kind of be stuck in in their ways per se. So that's why I'm like I, I look forward to those conversations and those moments, man. Like with people that I meet and and, and yeah. talk to. It's just it's hard, bro. It's hard, man. With shit. With well, people. yeah, man. Well,
1: well, good luck to him. He has got to just stick to his guns. Cause I mean, he's an adult, right? I he's, imagine he's an adult.
0: He's he's not a teenager. Yeah, so I imagine he's a dog He's so, an adult, yeah So he's gotta just walk he to that can fire He beer if he wants Yeah, so he's <laughs> gotta
1: He's gotta walk <laughs> to that fire, man Absolutely Absolutely, bro The, uh Speaking of sports, man So I'm really excited Cause, uh This Saturday I'm gonna go to
0: The Lomachenko fight?
1: Landmark <laughs> Theater They have a few locations This was in Newark uh, Newark, uh Santa Monica because mm-hmm. they did a restoration of uh, *Raging Bull* in four K. That's what
0: AMC bought, right? They bought all the landmarks. I don't know. Okay.
1: So they uh, so I bought a ticket uh, about a few weeks ago mm-hmm. as soon as they announced it. So this weekend, man, I'm ex- I'm stoked. Uh, I bought the two p.m. ticket so I don't have to deal with so much traffic on the way back that evening. Uh, so I can't wait to see it in the theater, man. First in a long time, I saw in the th- that's one Is that of, *Raging Bull*. Right. Yeah, one of my favorite movie experiences. I think I mentioned before was. I think a year or two years out of high school going up north in Berkeley and buddies of mine knowing how much I love that movie and we saw it in like a small, small projector. They, 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 they filmed it up there and I was like, oh man, I can't believe I saw it in the theater. That's right? so good, and this is a 4K restoration so it's great to see. I can't wait to see it. The, uh, but prior to that, I'm going to go to Pizzeria Bianco because I haven't been to it I want to go Even though it's a lunch The only
0: mm-hmm. Want to try about it
1: Well it Is was it named The best pizza The
0: Bianca pizza?
1: Well it's called Pizzeria Bianco. Oh okay And it's uh It was named the best pizza Pizzeria in the country I forget exactly which years And it was in Arizona And it's still in Arizona But they opened the spot In Los Angeles Okay Um on one of those uh, Netflix on food oh, the chef's kitchen chef's table I'm sorry mm-hmm. the first episodes on that and they show you his whole history and one of my close friends has tried it in Arizona and he said it's the greatest thing he's ever had in his life mm-hmm. and you would think how can they make pizza so good if you've had so many kind of he, pizzas
0: he's never
1: had it oh, I don't know I won't speak for him <laughs> but uh, he's also a vegetarian so maybe not Oh, so like uh, right. he, uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so he. Uh, that's why you gotta be pest- uh, hat, bro. <he's> hat, He bro. <laughs> he had all the different pizzas there, and the lasagna, and all that's not that's vegetarian. And he said it was amazing, uh, because this guy first learned how to make the mozzarella. Cheese.
0: Vegetarian or vegan? Vegetarian. Different. He's vegetarian. Oh, okay. So
1: it's not the, the alumni. Okay. So he, uh, he, uh, oh, and the I guy who like created this pizza place, he's a like, obsessed. Like with pizza, first he. He, uh, he moved from New York to Arizona and started selling mozzarella to the restaurants. So it's like a, from Porter Riches, from Rags to Riches store, yeah, man. Yeah. But to be named the best pizza in the country, right? So I can't wait to try it.
0: That's cool, man.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to go first to that. Then I'm going to go see Raging Bull. So I'm fucking stoked. So speaking of that, though,
0: why don't you watch Raging Bull first, then that? Because I don't want you to want to take a shit midway through the movie what well, you've seen the movie, so you could probably I'll be fine. I should hit you know. the
1: uh, The freaking um. Uh, so speaking of that, man. So I know everything could be lumped into like, oh, it's all individual, blah blah, blah. but I love this film so much, and I've never had a problem going to the theater by myself, right? Yeah. But I'm gonna go what forty some miles to go see Raging Bull by myself in the theater. Is there something like that that do you feel like that's like a generational thing for people that are older or just with uh, the time we're out that I come from? Or is it just whenever you get older, you do shit like that regardless of when you were born and your generation? Or do you think in your generation that's something you guys would do as well?
0: I think it just has to do with the person. Like I, I think it has to be something in between comfort and confidence to be able to do something like that because there's people that can't go to the gym by themselves they need to go to the gym with other with people. a partner they need to work out with somebody and then there's some people that that go to Disneyland by themselves
1: mm. would you be able to go to Disneyland by yourself? I do not even want to go with someone
0: else I sure as fuck would love to go to Disneyland by myself oh, I have the I oh, I did time. do it I
1: did do it before I met you guys oh yeah there, there. you go see but that's you've because of the it. price tag you've
0: done it yeah. But but yeah, I would I would say it would have to be with depending on the person. I, I wouldn't say it's a generational thing because I, I I know some people besides you that've gone to like movies by themselves. I've done it. Or what's your favorite myself. movie? Pulp Fiction.
1: Right. I just wanted to get the conversation going. Would you go see it in Santa Monica by yourself? If they're like, yeah, hey, we're gonna show it on, with film.
0: If I was single and I didn't have children, yeah. But now where I'm at right now, I don't know. I already seen it thirty times. Yeah, I seen cool. it a shitload of fucking times. Yeah, you feel me? For sure, man.
1: So yeah, so I was just wondering about that, man. Like and then recently, the Tarantino-owned theater, New Beverly. I've
0: yet. Oh, I went there once. I took you. It. Yeah, I took you yeah. to see
1: uh, Mean Streets. Yeah. They uh, they announced that they're going to show Eight and a Half, which is one of my other favorite films, in June. I about to the ticket for that too. But I bought that for a Sunday. because I'm like, I don't want to deal with that. You honestly. just
0: go live in LA, bro. Fuck that, man. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, that
1: fucking... So I'm going to go see that. I've never seen that on the big screen, man. So I'm stoked. That was dope, man. Hell yeah.
0: Wait, what movie did you say? Mean Streets?
1: Yeah, I took it to see Mean Streets with uh, De Niro no, and no. Oh,
0: oh, 8, eight millimeter, Or 8.5, excuse me. 8.5, eight eight yeah. 8.5. Yeah, the Rico Fellini film. Is what you said, bro. Dude, so fucking... Um, the only thing that I watched that was really good was... Was fucking um, Chimp Nation, bro. I Do was tell. Very, Do uh, tell. I was very impressed. Or excuse me. Disrespect. Chimp Empire. Chimp Empire. Okay. Chimp Inland Empire, bro. <laughs> Let's call it that. Yeah, it was really good, bro. Our boy, Marshara Ali, narrates it. It's a four-part series. Um, in uh, It's uh, shot in, in Go-Go. And they pretty much follow the... They're called the Westerners. They're pretty much there's a, a tribe of chimps that that came up and then um, I guess there's two of them there's two of them that um, wanted to start their own shit like they wanted to be an alpha male so they left and started their own chapter and that's like a different chimp tribe so it just shows you how they like beef it how they go about their day. I was just tripping out because like how we were talking before the podcast how like we shared 99% DNA with chimps and I was just like watching it, observing them, how their hands are like us, their eyes, mind you not their nose but like their lips, you know how they are in unison, how they're like once there's an alpha male, they like respect them the most, kind of like how our world is and I was thinking I was like man they're probably like the, the non-domesticated versions of humans bro. Well, some, some, trippy, some will bro.
1: definitely uh, line up with you on that. I don't know enough of all that that stuff to like even venture with it, but I'll tell you, it, it's a limited series? Yeah. How many episodes? It's four. And uh, so it's, it's just, just like
0: 45 minute episodes. And it's just
1: extremely well-made. Like, fucking phenomenal. How many years man. does it
0: span? They narrate it for because they base it off of a character. This character, Luth. For 32 years Okay So it's like Probably three Well it's it probably Just spans for like A month Or may, or maybe a year But like They know the whole history Like the whole Trajectory of When it started Who's who They like name everyone And they give you Like their backstory Okay But you're not exactly sure for.
1: How long they filmed it for It could have been Nah,
0: years Nah It could have been like A year I would say a year bro all right. It was filmed for. Him. <laughs>
1: so what else uh, made 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 you uh, dig it so much? That sounds good, man. I want to check it. It just out.
0: shows you like the hierarchy of things. When it's like when someone's like on the outside looking in, and they want to get like to the top spot, like what they do to get there.
1: And it also shows you what like their everyday, kind of what they do with day in the life.
0: Yeah, and then they show you like, um, they do they don't show you how they shit and how they piss. I was wondering how do they shit? They just buddy? shit off trees, dude. They, they do, huh? They just, they shit, just shit off shit. trees and piss off trees, yeah. That's fucking crazy. But yeah, man, it, it's just crazy how... Um, Watch, I'm all
1: dead wrong. There's a toilet. I'm like, and I saw episode three.
0: He's right. all flush. Right, right? <laughs> fucking gorilla wives, bro. <laughs> but yeah, it's just crazy. Like, um, I never... Because I never was as educated with them. Like, I was ignorant. Like, like um, gorillas don't eat meat. So I just assume like, all, all of them don't eat meat. So, like, I was taken by surprise when I was like, oh, shit, they hunt monkeys. And they yeah. even hunt monkeys for sport, too, dog. And, like, another thing they do is they they play fight with each other. And I was like, that's fucking dope, bro.
1: There's this, uh, man, that sounds fucking rad. I can't wait to ch- There's so much good shit out there right now. Did I say Marshal Ali? Narrative? Yeah, Marshal Ali. Yeah,
0: hell yeah. The, but, uh, uh,
1: but what voice does he use? Does he use a voice that he does in Green Book or the voice that he does in Moonlight? I never I seen. I never moonlight.
0: seen Green Book with Vigo and Morrison. It looked really cheesy to me. No, that's good. No disrespect, but I'm gonna say it was the Moonlight Boys. You're gonna be like, you're gonna
1: be like Spike Lee this. when they ask somebody's like, it's not my cup of tea. That's what he said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he started rolling. He That's when he won the him. Oscars. He was, sat, he was sat... He was through the fucking movie. Oh, what
0: movie did he win it for? He won the, the best Klansman?
1: screenplay for Black Klansman. That movie sucked. That's a good movie. <laughs> I didn't like it, man. I'm so
0: disappointed. I'm not a big fan of it either. And it was good. i just Summer not a big fan of it. And him. Kylo Ren. Yeah, has my son's birthday.
1: The uh, Dude, that was... Um, you know that comedian Stephen Wright?
0: Ooh, what does
1: he look like? He's, uh, he looks like Larry David, except older.
0: Okay.
1: And he's uh from Massachusetts. He talks like... He's the one that... He's the voice on Reservoir Dogs uh, DJ.
0: That oh, voice. Shit. Okay. He Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Well, he's a brilliant comedian, right? But he wrote this book called uh, Harold that I'm interested in reading. Harold. Okay. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because uh, Bill Burr was interviewing him. And Bill Burr talked about this part in the book that I just want to repeat because it sounded so great. Oh, so, okay. the book... Yeah, he was also when he was in half baked. You know, he was a dude in the couch. So he. Uh, Who?
0: What movie was this, bro? I
1: don't know. That has been in the, there. Maybe maybe the film he made a long time ago. Okay. So he he has his his mind is is he's got such a particular way of thinking and seeing things, right? Okay. But it, the way Bill Burr described this part in the book, I found so fascinating. When he first hear about, I it, was like, what? So Bill Burr read the book like in one sitting, and he says he never reads. He's like, I don't read. I listen and I watch a lot of shit. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's,
1: yeah. Up, uh, he's like, I read this book. And he's like, in the way you describe time. Because the book takes place in the, in the one day in the life of a third grader. And everything is through the eyes of this third grader. Mm-hmm. Right? So, in the way he describes time is that you're on the spaceship. Right? Going, you know, obviously, I, I can't. Fucking the speed of a spaceship, what the fuck, right? Mm-hmm. Um but you're also you're a snail walking yeah. like no snail moving along the armrest of a chair while being on a spaceship. Yeah. You know, and that's and the way you described it, man, it's like, perfect. It's the way we are here, right? Because the earth is spinning, right? The earth is fucking spinning super super thin. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Fucking wiggling, twerking. And and we're just moving at this fucking slow pace. But while while going extremely fast at the same time. And that's how time... Because time moves fast and slow.
0: does, though.
1: And I was the like, man, way, that alone, I was like, damn. The way
0: I perceived that, though, at first, listen, from what you're saying, is like it's a snap because it's a little kid. It's a third grader. So, like, your day's a lot longer when you're younger. Mm-hmm. When you haven't experienced anything as much... Life You wanna live to what? Like me bro Ever since I became a parent Seven I'm like fuck I remember, I'm almost gonna be a dad For four years already Yeah Like my son's almost Half a decade old Like that's fucking weird And I remember During the show Beef Um Ali Wong's Husband Explains it Very perfectly To your boy Um Glenn from Walking Dead Sevignon Yeah I gotta just Pull, pull it Cause he was like <laughs> I don't know how he said He's like, how come things go faster when we're older? Oh, but yeah, when he said that, I was like, oh, you, yeah, you Dude, I already, yeah. Dude, but I've never heard it like that before. And I was like, do you remember what he said? Yeah, but I I, I
1: talked to you about this before. No, yeah, that's okay. Because if I'm remembering correct, I don't know. But this is the way I've always, that I, not always, but the way I see it is that, yeah, your life is, seems longer in everything that, you've, that you live because when you're such a small age, because you, when you're one year old, you only experience one year of life. So whatever happened, freaking a week ago seems like forever ago because you only experience that amount of time. That's a good point. Right? I so like that. when yeah. you're 80 years old, right. right, whatever happened last week just feels like fucking last week because you've experienced 80 years of life. You know. But if you only experienced 10 years of life, that's why when you look, when I look back, when I had this uh, girlfriend when we hooked up, everything
0: left feels a week ago.
1: But when you're younger, yeah. it feels like forever. Because when I was a, a freshman, and I got this girlfriend, this girl I used to have a crush on, I finally hooked up with her, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then uh,
0: disclaimer: when Raul says "hooked up," means kiss, not yeah, fun. yeah. I was fourteen
1: years old, man. I was because <laughs> a lot of people think "hooked up." Yeah, is I wasn't. No, I would say have sex. that <laughs> was a kiss. So, <laughs> so you know, and it was right the last day of school, and we were I was walking her home, and her mom saw us. She got in trouble. She got grounded. I couldn't see her anymore. Then I had, we had to go to we went to Mexico that summer, dude. In the span of like two months, it felt like an eternity for me. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Because it just seemed like oh shit. Because I only experienced X amount of time, and the combination of that, getting with someone you like, experiencing relationships, you know, everything was yeah. overblown. And I was one of those when I was young. I Man, I've changed so much, and then obviously that's good. But, when I, but there's elements of it that I still want to have that I was such romantic, right? And it was this and this because it was like stupidity and passion at such a young age, whatever you thought passion was, you know? But there's elements of that I still don't want to lose because sometimes I feel myself like, eh, but it's about having that balance, you know, because I do want to be in love like an idiot also because that's what makes it because what, what's more crazy and chaotic than love? Right? That, that's really, that, really, that really is. Love, yeah. man, really is fucking insanity in a sense, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, man, of course, yeah. You trying to fall in love again? I'm always falling in love with everything, man. You
0: trying to fall in love with another female
1: or what? No, I mean yeah. in, just in love with things, you know? Mm-hmm. With life experiences and all that other stuff, man. Nah, sucks. man, no girls in the no radar right now, man. That's what's what up. But I do I'm know not. that with that, like, I was contemplating that a few days ago I was like man why do I shy away from that conversation and that's something I need to get better at the conversation
0: of love
1: of yeah of meeting someone when it comes to family because our aunt from Mexico was like do you want to meet someone do you want this and I immediately get like I shut it down and I was like why am I shutting this conversation down when I was like no I'm good I'm happy where I'm at but instead of elaborating more on all that like I was immediately like getting in the shell You know, because I think it's from past communication. Yeah, trauma from Yeah, where everything, no, I think it's kind of, maybe that, but I think it's more like the common, because I don't have trouble having these conversations with people around with family. So the issue is the family, right? Because I perceive like, oh, they have this perception about it, and they're going to think like this and do this, right? Because when I converse with anyone else, like with you, I have no problem conversing about it. Mm -hmm. So it's not the relationship aspect, it's the combination of the relationship with the person I'm having the conversation with. So that's where I need to get better at that with whoever I'm speaking with.
0: Yeah, I know. That's tough. It's hard to do that, man. Yeah,
1: hey, but that's how we work on it, man. On no, man, no, bro. You want to take us out with something?
0: Yeah, bro. I want to I wanna share something that I've been waiting my whole... Well, actually, today is May 17th. Yes. So this is the day where I I, I shared with the world the Undeniable logo. Nice. When I came back from Instagram. When I came back to Instagram. So three years... I'm going to say three years today and DeNable was born. Hell yeah. um, On Instagram. But, but actually yesterday I finally experienced something that I've been waiting for Ezekiel to do is like when I open the door he sees me he yells daddy and he runs up to me and he jumps and tries to hug me. Oh, that's beautiful. So, I experienced that yesterday, bro. And, because I, I was working. Well, it was cool because like, he woke up early and then um, he was devastated because he couldn't go to Target with wifey the other day. And I was like, I was like my son needs sauce. I was like, let's go to Target. And he's like, yeah, Target. I was like, yeah, let's go. So we went to Target, so he had a great morning. And then like I, I went to work upstairs. And then when I was like on my lunch, I came downstairs and that's when it happened.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. And I was
0: like, fuck, man. I was like, I fucking love it. It made me, it made me. And then, and then like at the end of the night yesterday, it just came out of me. Like I brought it up to mercy and I just started fucking crying. I was like, dude, I've been waiting for this. Like, and it just happened in the blink of an eye. Like, like we have, a, we're going to have a four year old now. It's just cool, man. Just seeing my son grow into himself and, and the difference between how my daughter is seeing her. Her personality, and it's just wild how, how she just gravitated towards dolls, bro. Like, we were at Target, and she just goes to the doll aisle. And it's, like, just how her natural self. And, like, she holds dolls like this, picks up dolls. And, like, my son didn't do that. He would pick up a fucking monster truck. It's just cool, man. Just, just seeing my children grow up and just... Just learning, learning from them how I probably was as a kid, and then and it brings me back to my childlike spirit, bro. So it's just all in all, just all in all, bro. I'm in nirvana, right now. I'm in I'm in a happy place. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, man.
1: And then pretty soon you'll be with the in the in utero, right? And then the unplugged.
0: And then the unplugged. What you mean?
1: Because you said it, you're in Nirvana right now, so I named, oh, yeah, I named some go. of their albums. There you go. There you go. That's Fuck beautiful, man. That's a, hey, that's like a, spirit. That's a beautiful note to, to leave it on, man. Yes, sir. Yes, for sir. More of those mem- for more of those moments to come.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. But thank you, everybody, for liking, listening, subscribing. Don't forget, be your biggest fan. Leave a love. Brother from the same mother. Hey, everyone,
1: make sure to stay out there and don't be afraid to go to movies by yourself no matter how far it is. Stay up, up, up.